0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash To infinity and beyond. That's the line from the famous Pixar movie Toy Story. Here in the West, we're concerned with climate change and the impact of our relentless consumption on our fragile planet. We're talking about some finite resources that are running out in our planet. But we have a moral dilemma. Those countries who are living with first world luxuries are consuming more than their fair share of energy and resources. In fact, we have 40% of the world's energy being consumed by just 15% of the world's population. As those developing economies grow, their energy consumption is going to grow. Do we have the right to tell them that they don't have the right to grow their economies and enjoy some of the luxuries and benefits of economic growth? When we look at sources of energy, we find that legacy sources like coal are still in wide use, although we're definitely trying to reduce consumption in places like the U.S., Europe, and even China. Of all the fossil fuels, natural gas is by far the cleanest. If we look at current consumption of natural gas, the U.S. is by far the largest consumer per capita. In the U.S., we consume an average of 90,000 cubic feet per person. In Europe, that average is 40,000 cubic feet per person. In China, only 8,000 cubic feet per person. And in India, Only 1,500 cubic feet per person. So, why are we talking about energy after all? This is a real estate podcast. Well, it turns out that energy and a few other critical resources are the underpinning of the entire economy. For every unit of GDP, there's a corresponding unit of energy consumed somewhere in the world to produce that economic output. It's everywhere. Energy affects the production of food, it affects everything that's manufactured. Without the burning of fossil fuels, you can't even manufacture synthetic fertilizer, and without fertilizer, agriculture yields would be less than half of what they are today. We can expect to see the linkage between energy security cascading to food prices and eventually to food insecurity in many parts of the world. One of the principal inputs to fertilizer is energy. Another one is ammonia that's used to manufacture the nitrogen component in fertilizer. Back in 2020, The European spot price for ammonia was around 200 euros per metric ton. And today, that same metric ton of ammonia is priced at 1,450 euros. Ammonia and lots of energy is critical to the nitrogen component of synthetic fertilizer. Now, Brazil is getting its last wave of much-needed fertilizer from Russia before supplies plunge due to the war in Ukraine. It's potentially going to hurt harvests in one of the biggest growing regions of the world that supplies coffee, sugar, and soybeans. Dozens of Russian ships laden with fertilizer are heading to Brazil, with a final ship unloading on May the 5th. After that, it's anyone's guess where Brazil, which imports 85% of the fertilizer it needs from Russia, is going to get their supply. Fertilizer shortage in Brazil could result in smaller harvests, higher food costs globally, and given the importance of the South American nation to our world's food security. When you look throughout history, every time there's been a spike in the energy prices, it leads to a spike in food prices which leads to food insecurity, which ultimately leads to social unrest. Given the images coming from the Ukraine, the world is not watching for the second-order consequences of the war. There are already supply chain shortages in the food supply in South America. In fact, earlier this week, Peruvian President Pedro Castillo imposed a curfew on Monday in the capital city of Lima and in the port city of Callao, following nationwide protests over rising fuel and fertilizer prices. When you look at the global production of potash, which is another one of the three main ingredients in fertilizer, the top three countries in the world are Canada, by far number one, at 14 million metric tons a year. Number two and number three are Russia and Belarus that together produce about 15 million metric tons. China's number four at 5 million metric tons, followed by Germany, Israel, Jordan, and a host of other countries where the numbers are comparatively quite small. Potash prices are already up from $200 per ton a few months ago to $560 a ton. Given what's emerging as a global conflict involving Russia and its allies, we can easily predict that there is no source of supply to replace Russian and Belarus potash and no source to replace Russian fertilizer. From that, we can easily conclude that not only will we experience a massive spike in energy prices this year. We will also experience a global shortage of fertilizer, which in a matter of months will translate into food price increases globally and food insecurity in many parts of the world. On that basis, we can easily conclude that we are going to be facing a global economic slowdown later this year at the same time that prices are increasing. We're going to be experiencing the so-called stagflation. We have central banks the world over increasing interest rates to fight the symptoms of inflation. In fact, the Fed even announced this week they're going to consider more aggressive interest rate increases at the upcoming rate-setting meetings. Now, we've been approaching global economic growth as though it has infinite potential. And in some ways, this unconstrained growth will be hitting up against some fundamental planetary limits. No doubt, we're going to see another wave of economic stimulus when governments realize and react to the picture that emerges. The conflict is making headlines. Interest rates are making headlines. What's not making headlines is the impact to global food security from the conflict. The reality of globalization is that the world is far more interdependent than it has been at any time in history. And the impact of these disruptions will be far greater than at any time in history. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.